This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, certified life coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of finance and consulting, I'm here to help you break free from the mental grind of your career and develop the mindset you need to feel better at work and figure out what you want so you can create a life you fucking love. You ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, Amelia Noel, and as always, super excited to be back this week talking about how to grind less at work, but get more done. So many of us working in finance and consulting or other industries where we're working 80 plus hour work weeks have been conditioned to believe this myth that more equals more. More grinding means getting more done. And obviously that's a thought error that causes us to grind more at work. We are actually trapping ourselves in the grind, driving ourselves further into the grind by choosing to believe this thought more equals more. Our circumstances, meaning our job, our industry, the fact that our MD sent through comments at 8 p.m. on a Friday night and wants to see a turn that night, All of those circumstances are not what's driving us to spend lots of time at work doing lots of things. It's actually this myth, this thought error that more is more. Now, this myth that more equals more, it's been perpetuated and modeled to us for years in places like the very industries that we work in, the hyper-competitive schools we went to, or the families and societies that we grew up in. This myth teaches us that doing more and taking more action will always mean getting more done and that working more hours will always mean getting more done as well. You take that one step further and the myth also teaches us that getting more done creates better results. And so we naturally operate off the belief that we're taking more action And we're working more hours. And so because we're doing those things, we will create better results for ourselves. We'll accomplish more of the things we want, like being more productive, earning higher salaries, getting the early promotions and higher bonus buckets, and gaining acceptance from our clients, our teams, and our firms. Another way of putting this myth, this thought error, is that we believe more grinding equals more success. Think of the model of the successful partner or MD at your firm. What do you believe it took for her or for him to get where they are in their career today? Most of us, and myself included for a long time, would think things like, man, they've really put in the hours. They've paid their dues. They must have worked really hard to get where they're at. They must never get to see their family. And all of those thoughts about successful partners or MDs at our firms, this model of success, support this myth that more equals more. More grinding equals more success. And so, of course, if we've been conditioned to believe that more is more and more grinding equals more success, we're going to keep on grinding even if we don't want to, because we want to be productive and achieve the money and the security and the acceptance and the approval and the success that we do want. Now, here's the real secret, and this is really fucking great news. 
you can start grinding less, meaning doing less and working less hours and still create more and better results in your career. So put another way, less grinding equals more success. I'm gonna say that again, just so it can sink in. Less grinding equals more success. The first time that my coach ever told me that I could create more money, more job security, more approval by doing less at work, it completely blew my damn mind. It felt like she was speaking English, right? You know, I could identify that there were English words coming out of her mouth, but it was completely non-coherent to my brain. It was as if she was just stringing together random English words that really did not mean anything. It was not computing. That's how deep and subconscious this belief was for me that more is more and more grinding equals more success. So when she said less grinding actually equals more success, it truly did blow my damn mind. And I see the same belief of more is more and more grinding equals more success running so deeply in my clients' brains who are grinding and grinding in their careers. For me and for them, it's such a deep belief that I didn't even see it as a thought that was optional. I saw it as a fact. I saw it as law. And spending over a decade in the grind of finance and consulting and getting my MBA at Columbia, I certainly had never seen a less grinding equals more success mindset modeled to me. And so I didn't even know that believing I could grind less and actually get more and better done and create more and better results for myself in my career was even a possibility. It wasn't even in the realm of what I believed or knew to be possible. We're going to get into later on in this episode the mindset shifts that you want to start making to grind less but create more and better of what you want in your career. But first, before we do that, we need to explore and understand why you're grinding so much right now in the first place. What's driving you to do so much and work so much and work so many hours at your job today? And again, it has nothing to do with the fact, the circumstance that you work in finance or consulting has nothing to do with the fact or circumstance that your MD hits you up with a turn of comments at Friday at 8 p.m. Doing a lot of things and working a lot of hours, in other words, grinding shit out, are all actions. And you know from the model I taught in episode two, how to create a career in life you fucking love, that our emotions, meaning our feelings, are what drive our actions. If we're feeling certain emotions, we are going to grind and we're going to hyper grind. So I want to actually explore the most common emotions that are driving us and compelling us to grind, meaning take more action, do more at work and spend more time working or thinking about work. And those three emotions are fear, shame, and pressure. 
Let's talk about fear first. Now, again, you know from the model I taught in episode two that our emotions and our feelings are created by our thoughts or our mindset. Meaning if you're feeling afraid in your career, regardless of whether that's an all-consuming fear or more of a muted and subdued fear that's sort of always lurking in the background, that fear that you're feeling is being created by your mindset. It's being created by what you are thinking about your circumstances. And when you're feeling afraid, you grind. You do more, you spend more time working, and you spend more time constantly thinking about work. Thoughts that are causing us to feel afraid are often very catastrophic and exaggerated in nature. So we're fixating on the worst case scenario or exaggerated scenarios, or we're constantly focused and thinking, what if? We jump to all these sorts of doomed scenarios that haven't even happened. For example, let's say that you've checked in with your teams You've told them that you're going to go offline for the next hour to have an uninterrupted dinner with your partner. You sit down to eat, and as soon as you sit down, you see an email come through from your MD asking, what's the update here on a book you're putting together? If your brain sees that note come through, and subconsciously you're thinking, I'm going to lose my job if I don't respond to this email right now, you are going to feel very real fear in that moment. Because that thought is automatic and subconscious, and you're not even aware that your brain is thinking it. All you're aware of in the moment is the very real fear you're experiencing in response to the thought, I'm going to lose my job if I don't respond to this note right now. That very real fear and not the note is what's driving you to interrupt your dinner and respond right away time and time again. You have the thought, the thought creates the fear, and that fear drives you to grind. And that cycle will just keep continuing for as long as you let your mindset run unchecked. Another example, you're stepping up for the first time to lead an important client engagement, and you're preparing for a meeting you have with the team later in the week, This is a new and totally unfamiliar responsibility for you. And so as a survival mechanism to keep you safe in the new and the unfamiliar, your brain starts spinning in what ifs. What if the client asks this? What if the client wants to see the data cut this way? What if I don't know the answer to a question I'm asked? What if I say something stupid? And all of those what ifs, that what if mindset creates the very real fear you feel when you're thinking about the meeting. And so it drives you to react by cutting the data you're analyzing in a million different ways to cover all of your bases, spending hours coming up with the answer to any type of question the client could ask, and putting together a bunch of unnecessary slides that you and I both know Well, 99% chance end up in the appendix that nobody looks at anyways. So again, if you have the thought, what if, that thought is going to create very real fear and that fear is going to drive you to grind out a bunch of unnecessary work and create a million different plans for scenarios that haven't even yet happened. Start noticing what your brain is thinking in specific situations like this. What do you think? When you get an email after you've already decided to step away from work, 
Ground yourself in extremely specific examples from this past week so you can start really becoming aware of the specific thoughts your brain is having. Or if you notice that you just often feel afraid at work, some level of fear, ask yourself why you feel afraid. The answer to why am I feeling afraid right now or what am I afraid of right now are the thoughts that are creating the fear you feel that are driving you to grind. The next emotion I hear all the time from clients who are grinding it out in their careers is shame. And shame is very much linked to feelings of inadequacy and self-judgment. Our human brains love to compare ourselves to others and find all of the ways in which we come up short. And we are also really damn good at being hard on ourselves whenever we make mistakes. Shame is created when we're comparing ourselves to the highly successful people around us and thinking thoughts like, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough to be here, or I need to prove my worth to this client or team. And shame is also caused by thoughts like, I'm so stupid, how could I be so dumb whenever we make a mistake? Shame is such an easy emotion to feel in finance and consulting because comparison is built into the fabric of these industries. If you're working in these industries, you know that our progress is constantly being tracked and stacked against others or against milestones set by our firms. Comparison culture runs deep from the moment we step foot into the door or log on to the Zoom during orientation week. Think about it. Coming into these industries, we're hired in as analysts and associate classes. Our bonuses are bucketed and tiered, and there's an up or out career trajectory if we're not bringing in money and hitting certain revenue targets. And so, of course, it's easy and natural for our brains to have thoughts that make us feel shame. Imagine you've sent a deliverable to a client and the client tells you on the line in front of the whole team, this isn't what I asked for. Our brain might immediately think this client doesn't think I'm good enough, which creates the shame we feel. And so from this place of shame, we react by killing ourselves trying to deliver a plus plus work for this client in the future or immediately firing off happy to, will do emails to any request that comes through from this person without ever stopping to ask ourselves, A, if we have the capacity to do more, or B, if the request even makes sense or is even in line with the objectives of the projects. Another example, imagine you made a mistake and so you immediately start thinking, I'm so stupid, how could I be so dumb? This is the mindset that creates the shame, that causes us to start triple checking the next piece of work that we put out, or scheduling multiple excessive check-ins with those above us as a way to try and validate ourselves and make us feel reassured that we're doing things right or that we're on the right track. Again, notice where your brain starts to go in situations like this. What are you thinking when you make a mistake on the job? Or what are you thinking when you receive feedback from a client or teammate? Again, ground yourself in a specific example from the past week so you can get really specific about what the unique thoughts your brain is having are. When you notice you're feeling shame at work, ask yourself why. Again, the answers to why am I feeling so much shame right now are the thoughts that are creating the very shame you feel. 
And notice when you're feeling shame at work, how do you react? How are you grinding harder and harder because you're feeling shame? The last emotion that drives so much of our grinding shit out and going heads down is pressure. We perpetuate our own grinding and we burn ourselves out when we have thoughts that are creating pressure. Pressure to hit deadlines, pressure to perform, pressure to be perfect 24-7, pressure to meet and exceed our own high standards. Pressure is so sneaky because a lot of times clients will come to me believing that they need to feel pressure in order to do good work. They say that pressure motivates them and helps them perform better. And notice, as I'm saying this, if you believe the same thing. Look, pressure is not needed to do good work or to motivate yourself. What's happening is that you've trained yourself into needing to feel pressure before you start taking action and actually getting shit done. If you work in finance or consulting, your entire career has been built around deadlines, fire drills, and last minute requests. That's just sort of par for the course. And you've experienced your entire career in industries where small inconsistencies or inaccuracies can have major repercussions. One missed link in a model can have serious repercussions on evaluation. So of course your brain naturally, and again, most likely subconsciously, meaning you're not even aware that this is happening, it's constantly thinking things like, I need to get this done ASAP. There is so much to do or I cannot fuck this up. These are all thoughts. This is the mindset that is creating the very real pressure you feel. And in response to this very real pressure that you're feeling, you grind. When you feel this pressure, you go heads down and work, you crank, you distractedly multitask without adding much real value. You cancel all social plans or go dark on friends. You stop responding to texts. You consume yourself making sure everything you're putting together is 100% accurate. You grind hard. And yes, you do produce a lot and get a lot done. But here's the kicker. It's not actually your best work. It's just that this is the only way you've conditioned and trained yourself to work. Your best work is never created from a state of pressure, fear, or shame. Your best thinking is never created from a state of pressure, fear, or shame. And your highest productivity isn't created from a state of pressure, fear, or shame either. It's created from a state of flow and ease. If you've never produced or operated in your career from a state of flow and ease, you actually haven't tapped into your fullest potential. You haven't tapped into the ultimate and the highest and the best version of what you're capable of producing right now. You haven't tapped into your ability to do less and to grind less, but to create more and better results for yourselves without changing a thing about yourself, except for how you're thinking on the job. Grinding less, but creating more and better results happens when you start thinking differently at work. 
And the results you create are things like more time for yourself, more money and more promotions, more acceptance and validation from clients and from teammates, and more acknowledgement of your work. More of whatever else you want starts at this mindset level. And all it takes is making simple shifts in terms of how you're thinking about your career and what's going on around you so that you start feeling less fear, less shame, and less pressure at work and more flow and ease. I want to talk about now some very, very simple mindset shifts that you can start making today to start grinding less, but creating more and better for yourself at work. So you can start grinding less, but creating more and better results for yourself in your career. These are the exact same mindset shifts that dozens of clients I've coached who have successfully broken free from the grind of their careers have made. And this is exactly what you want to start practicing thinking so you can grind less and create more and better results in your career too. Let's start with fear. If you're feeling fear because your brain is catastrophizing, so you don't respond to an email right away that comes through and your brain starts telling you that you're going to lose your job, get really clear on what your worst case scenario truly is. Write it out to immediately start creating some emotional distance and see it for what it really is. Simply thoughts or invisible sentences that are running rampant in your mind that have now been put on a piece of paper. Next, make peace with that scenario. Meaning really look at those words. Let's say it is losing your job if you don't immediately respond to an email. And remind yourself that you will not die. Stay focused on that thought I will not die if I lose my job because I did not immediately respond to an email until you start feeling less fear. Oftentimes, and this is really fun, what will happen is we'll write out our worst case scenarios and our biggest fears, such as I'm going to lose my job if I don't immediately respond to an email. And we see how ridiculous they actually are. And we're able to just let those thoughts go and move on. But if you're really fixated on your worst case scenario, come up with three things that you would do to solve for that specific worst case scenario if it actually happened. What you're doing is you're proving to your brain that you have a plan and you're reminding yourself that even if you did lose your job, you are still capable and in control, which will make you feel less afraid. If you're feeling fear because your brain is what ifing a million scenarios that haven't even happened, pick the one most important. Limit yourself to one what if scenario and focus on creating a plan for that. Again, you're proving to your brain that you have a plan. You're limiting the number of what if scenarios you're preparing for, and you're reminding yourself that you are capable of figuring out any other scenario in the future if it even arises. Let's talk about shame. If you're feeling shame because you're comparing yourself to others, shift your point of comparison. Deliberately shift your brain from focusing on you versus others to focusing only on you versus you. This is you coming in and deliberately and intentionally putting on mental blinders. You are going to become the new and the only benchmark for your growth. So ask yourself, how do you know more today than you did yesterday, last week, or on your last project or deal? How are you bringing more value to the team than you did yesterday, last week, 
or last project or deal. Write out all of the ways and build a case for your brain. Show your brain evidence just how good, smart, and valuable you truly are. And finally, if you're feeling pressure because your brain is running rampant with thoughts like, I have to get all this done ASAP, or I have so much to do as you're working against deadlines or you're caught in the middle of a fire drill, ask yourself these two golden questions before jumping into any task or taking any action. First, what is the one thing I can focus on next? And second, how can I do less but better work here? These are the shifts that will ultimately lead to your grinding less in your career, but getting and accomplishing more and better results. I want to thank everyone for listening in today. I think it's so critical and powerful to have all these mindset tools, especially if you're feeling trapped in the grind of finance or consulting. And so if you enjoyed today's episode, I want to ask two quick favors. First, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can get all the latest Breaking Free from the Grind updates and never miss a new episode. And please share with anyone else working in finance or consulting who wants to break free from the grind of their own career and who could benefit and would enjoy hearing from this. Also, if you don't follow me already, you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Amelia Noel or on Instagram at Amelia Noel Coaching for other coaching content and tips. Thanks so much for listening and can't wait to catch you guys next week.